Sports. If you have not followed his Triple H Horse Racing Podcast, you're missing out. It's one of the best podcasts in the country. Welcome to Saratoga today for August 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Kyle Roscoe. And how about this, ladies and gentlemen? To my right, the, the official host of the HHH Racing Podcast on the back end of it today, Howard Kravitz. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. It's so nice to be on the uh, other side of the microphone, so to speak. Let you do all the clicking, all the work, and I'll just give out some picks for the fans there. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. That's right. Yeah, he's going to leave me to do all the work while he gets to sit back, have a uh, have a nice mimosa or something this morning. And uh, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. But the old red solo cup, who knows what's in it? Yeah, could be water. It could be just straight vodka he's drinking this morning. Depends on the day he had yesterday, I guess, is what at Saratoga. But OK, yeah, uh, today. But today, yesterday, obviously, with the four star Dave, Casa Creed, one of my favorite racehorses in training, blew the doors off of that field, although. Um, as he continues to go to the Breeders' Cup, Howard and I were talking yesterday. I still think it would be very tough for him to win that race. But like I said, one of my favorite horses in training, and he's just what an absolute racehorse that you'd love to own. I mean, just going strong, seven years old, still winning grade one. So congratulations to all the connections with Casa Creed. But today's sequence is not to be left short, as this sequence, although it doesn't have any graded stakes, is a very, very nice late pick five sequence with three uh, or one allowance, two optional claimings, a very nice main special weight, and, of course, the future, the Mahoney Stakes, which is actually in race 10. It's the last race of the sequence, which Howard and I thought was a little bit odd, but that's also a fantastic race with lots of very good horses. Again, just really quickly while we go on, uh, before we pull pull our picks up on the screen and go through the sequence, um, if you are not our if you're brand new here, if you aren't subscribed, why not? You're already coming back anyway. Go down below, hit that big red button to subscribe and like this video. It helps us out a lot as it sends out this video into the YouTube algorithm and we'll send it out to multiple new people for the podcast. So we greatly appreciate it. If you're more of an audio listener, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, which is where we post not only every episode of Saratoga Today, but every episode of Betting and Booze on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern and the flagship show on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor and rate, review, and subscribe. The normal power picks, very good. Only only $16 a month comes out to $4 a weekend. You get two tracks every weekend, full spot plays, full ABC grids, everything that you would need to make some money on the weekends. Again, patreon.com slash HHH racing podcast for those. And the brand new Saratoga power picks, which are not so brand new anymore. They're, uh, in the in the we're in the middle basically of the saratoga meet but we come out with full grids full spot plays full pick fi- uh full caveman pick fives everything you need to make money at saratoga this meet Th- friday saturday sunday we send them out for all those of you that are not subscribed to the regular power picks it comes out to 20 dollars a weekend just over six dollars a card for the a full card of analysis so uh hhhracingpodcast.com and on the top, Power Picks Tip Sheet is the tab you'll click on, and you'll see it there. But, Howard, let's not wait, let these people um, wait any longer. I'll go over a few comments here. we got Katie here, of course. Thanks so much for joining the show, Katie. Phil Conti is here in the morning. Thanks so much, Phil, for joining the show. And uh, Katie says, Kyle takes over the show again. Absolutely. I get I get one every weekend. That's usually how it goes. But um, 
And of course, we all know those are the best shows are when I take over. But anyway, with <laughs> the, little, sure, why not? By the way, I, I put it in yeah. the comment if you want to show Kyle. Scratches yeah. just came in. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Look who's in the last race. We just talked about this. Oh, Unbelievable. No, that's but anyway, I'm, I'm right, keep we'll my, I'll keep my pick and I'm gonna keep my pick anyway, but that does change things, perhaps. Might as well. If that's the one uh horse that Howard and I were talking about. There's like if this horse scratches in this whole sequence, it could throw it into array, and of course the horse scratches. But anyway, guys, let's not waste any more of your time. Let's go into the first leg of the late pick five, which comes to race six. It is a main special weight, 83,000 going six furlongs on the dirt for two-year-old fillies. And I bring up our picks right here, which I actually have to make tickers. I made new banners for this, so I need to switch it to ticker. There we go. And as I bring up the Equibase right now, let's see. And there we go. It draws a full field of 10 in this spot with three also eligibles, which all of them, I believe, have scratched, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so 11, 12, 13, all the also eligibles are out. The main body of the field stays in. The morning line favorite is a pretty cool 7-2 to on the rail. Crazy cami for Tyler Gaffleone and Mike Maker, who, Howard, you have on top. Yeah, I didn't have a real strong opinion in this race, and just for all you handicappers out there, when you look at the conditions, you're wondering why isn't this purse 130 some thousand, like a lot of the main races are, but everyone, you see the R, if you want to point to that R at the very top, uh, Kyle, it's restricted. This is restricted for horses that were bought at the sales for 50,000 or less, which is pretty cool. I think Kyle, because then these horses have to bump into like 500 and $600,000 monsters, but the purse is a little bit less. So it's a condition they wrote starting a few years ago, which I like. Um, Crazy Cammy, not my strongest opinion, but does have a nice bullet work. I think that was a a, <clears throat> a B or B-plus workout yep. uh, that uh, should show this horse is sharp and breaking from the rail. And I, I it actually was a solid B workout. There's not a ton of release speed, at least on paper, unless one of the firsters shows a lot of speed. I'm not a huge fan of the firsters, really, in general in this race. So I'm hoping Crazy Cam can break out of there with Tyler G, who's on a roll, by the way, lately, and yep. just wire the field. But, I, you know, it, it's not my strongest opinion. I completely get it. I have this horse in second. Um, I like the blinkers on change for Maker second time out uh, after that last bullet work. Um, but the one thing that I saw was in the damn beat fruitful. Um, she has 53 total races. Um, she's 0 for 15 on with runners on the dirt and 0 for four of those in sprints. So, but she is into 0 for three, but two for three in the money with two year olds. So there was just one, there's just one little thing. I was trying to discern between the two and the one. And with the dam being 0 for 15 on dirt, that was where I looked to the number two, which is who comes out to be, or sorry, this is the morning line favorite. I messed that up. Uh, originally my apologies but five to two morning line favorite for wayne catalano and jose lascano i really want to see that first race that he ran at ellis park where he showed a little bit more or she i got a drink again but she showed a lot more tactical speed was able to set off but didn't necessarily get there but was favored at two and a half to one i'm hoping to see a lot more of that early tactical speed she showed and out of the two hole hopefully lascano can get her close and get her rolling by at the top of the stretch but Howard, you and I have two other horses that are completely away from each other. You have Lady Prospect in third for Louis Size, Rudy Rodriguez. The works have been pretty good on this horse, and um, Run Happy is usually really good on the dirt. Yeah, I you know, uh, Rudy doesn't always do well first time out, but this is a, 
a field I run happy. I have a pretty fast dam. I don't know if you want to click on the dam yep. there, and we can see the dam was, uh, you know, one what a hundred and some thousand was was speedy and, and sprinty type, and yep. she's been working really well. Also, again, we're privy to the uh, clock reports that some people are not. I'm looking at right now on the other screen here, and I see, uh, you know, some B minus workouts, which for this level is is decent. Um, so if the nine breaks, I think Lady Prospect is interesting. Again, I'm not a huge fan of the firsters in this race. Usually I like firsters at certs all good, not as much here. But I think Lady Prospect is a bit interesting. I'm against the number five, Chad, slightly. It's a Florida bred. It's been working yep. okay. I don't know. I think it's because it's Chad. He's just gonna she's just gonna take money, uh, Kyle, but I'm not sure it's gonna be warranted. We gotta see the board. The board will yeah. tell. And that's what's nice about having these horses, uh, these races first in the late pick five is you can check all the money on the board and see um, who's taking money, who's not. It really kind of strengthens your opinions. I did have Echo Lake in third. The works were okay. Like you said, it's nothing, uh, not nothing like jumps out at you. Obviously, no. the horse was only sold for 40K to Chad. So it most likely isn't going to be an absolute monster. But um, working forwardly, Catalina Cruisers usually pretty good. Um, he is two for fourteen with his two-year-old first-time starters out of his first crop. So hopefully, um, Ch- uh, Irad can pilot this one more towards the clear. Is what I'm hoping, and hope and Echolik um, can get a clear run. Maybe not good enough to win, as Howard and I are pointing out, but to be in the money. But you got to watch out for these chads as they do just naturally take a lot of money but the one hey, point Kyle, can, I make a yeah. quick, can we go back to the one just for five yeah, seconds i just wanted to, you brought up a good point about the breeding audible is not really a turf horse and you know michael maker obviously is great on turf yep. my thought here just to counter your point although maybe the breeding doesn't suggest dirt or the horse the, 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 what is it the dam hasn't won the yeah. dam's babies but might wouldn't maker put this horse in a five and a half furlong turf sprint if he really felt like the horse was turf meant. So no, yeah. the fact that he's keeping her on dirt gives me more confidence, albeit slight confidence. I I don't disagree with you by any means. I really like the change for blinkers on. I was going between the two of them, and I was just trying to discern uh, little things between the two and the one. But they definitely are both live, in my opinion, and both discern. have a very What do you great... Paula Halloran discern? <laughs> nice. Wow. Hold on. I got to write that one down. Nice, I. Uh... Nice. All right, I got my uh, I got my kudos from the teacher for today, so we're good. Now we're we're good. we're good for the rest of the show. Thanks. I would challenge you to spell it, but we don't want to. You know, let's just move on. D i s c e r n. I got you. Don't worry Dang. about that. I got Carroll College, the heart of the Midwest. We <laughs> all know it. Absolutely, you know that. Uh, one one co- comment I want to um, two there's actually two comments I want to point out. Daryl pointed out the number eight day away for Contessa and Castellano. This last work was really good. But um, it's going to take a very good run into this type of field. Like Howard and I said, the first-timers aren't necessarily something that really jumped out at me by any means. But in any of these races, this is the race to take a shot. And the number eight day away is definitely going to be higher on the board. Always look for the money. And Charles B. pointed out the six. Carrie's training very well. Um, she's three for six in the money this year at Saratoga. She's uh, for those of you that don't know Carrie Bryant. She also runs a lot of jumpers, which is where I know her from. Um, she's a very she's very nice lady, and she trains her horses really well. Um, the works were okay. They obviously they're training um, off of Saratoga, so we don't have a clocker report on this horse. But three diamonds takes this one to carry. 
which obviously the connections are well meant. Kendrick picks up this horse who likes to be aggressive. I don't, I mean, 15 to one, take a look at the money, but um, elusive fashion could also be interesting on the board. I'm going two, one, five, and Howard is going one, two, nine. Howard moving on to race number seven of uh, the second leg of this late pick five as my Equibase freaks out. Um, it's an allowance optional claiming 6250 going uh, going seven furlongs on the dirt. And as I bring up the morning light favorite is a pretty heavy one on the rail seven to five Vittorio for Irad and Bill Mott as I switch over the picks right now. You are going with um, you are going with the number one on top Vittorio. I really didn't want to. I gotta be honest. I, I mean, yep, I second that. He's seven to five morning line, and he's been a bit of a money burner lately, Kyle. And he's such the moto horse here. Like this is pure in a single limb, and he just he's got buyers in the nineties. I don't know. I, I don't. I would never single this horse. I know I've got him on top, so I suppose I should start speaking more positively of it. Yeah. But <laughs> well, this, this Michael Lawson's with you. He said this was my single. So I mean, I I get it, Michael, but I don't know. He's burned a lot of money. Um, he should set a nice trip. I, he didn't get the job done the last two by nose and a neck. Um, last time was 80 cents to the dollar. Right? Dots dollar is a pretty nice horse, but nothing mm-hmm. like spectacular. It's just this field, other than him, I have a lot of question marks. If there were some horses in here that I really, really liked, I'd bet against him. But I'll go with Vittorio. Again, it's not my strongest pick. I would never single this horse. No disrespect, Michael. I just don't trust him fully and the rail can be what is it going seven right the rail can be a little bit tricky going seven we'll see how it's playing but i'll go with the obvious choice on top not my favorite pick of the day though yeah i mean i understand and if i like that this horse doesn't necessarily need the lead from the rail out of that shoot because um you see a lot of trouble when they come out of that seven furlong shoot at saratoga where they get pinched on the rail as they're trying to come up or something like that um vittorio like you said is the obvious horse in this race with the with five you know 90 to 100 buyers in a row um if you're a figures player this is almost you know the motor obvious single as you said and if he can stalk he definitely sits a good trip i went with the number two gun town in first um coming off that last race at saratoga i know it's a quick turnaround but linda rice likes that these likes to have these quick turnarounds especially when she thinks the horse is ready to go I'm closed into a slow pace. I mean, going 25, I mean, it's uh, Saratoga, so it's a two-turn mile, but going 25 and three to the quarter at Saratoga in an optional claiming race is something you really don't see every day. And this horse still closed um, into Bold Endeavor, who's not a bad horse in his own right. It's just a matter of, I like the cutback. I don't know if the cutback necessarily is going to be a very strong uh, suit for this horse. I think he might want to go a little bit longer. But if he's able to have a kick into a cold pace last time and Linda cuts him back a little bit, I hope he sits a nice a nice trip on the inside, maybe about in the fifth or sixth position, tips out towards the top of the stretch and can run down. Uh, there's, there's a decent amount of speed in this race, Howard. I don't know if that's the way you saw it, but I saw there's a little bit of speed, but not uh, not overly speedy by any means. I thought there was quite a bit of speed. A few quick comments. Guntown yep. is a horse we saw in person. That was over at one of the races we were at when uh, there was a, a huge favorite for uh, Chad Brown. I got to get the name of the horse now. Got you right uh, now. Uh, uh, pipeline. Uh, pipeline, who just did absolutely no running whatsoever. It was a horse I actually was against, if you recall, that yep. day. And we, we beat him with a, 
a big price. But Guntown sort of sucked up along the inside. Yep. I'll let people watch for themselves. We don't have to watch the replay, Kyle. I, I wasn't. It wasn't like a late kick. It was just more of a like clunk up kind of Grindy, thing. Yeah. And I think seven furlongs might be a little too sharp for him. I, I have concerns about Guntown. Um, but yeah, listen, it, I guess it's up to every, every handicapper, right? I, I just, yep. I don't know. He just sucked up into a race where the big favorite didn't fire and didn't show me much. But I think there is quite a bit of speed in here. Did, yeah. We, I don't know if seven is what this horse wants, though. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Is that's uh, that was my concern. It's just a matter of I think with a little bit more pace into this race, I think he sits a little bit closer trip and maybe can go by top of the stretch. That's my. That was my angle, but your your point is definitely taken. Is that was definitely that was my concern with Guntown. But you have the number four in second, Saint Tappet, who was a very nice, very well meant horse for Pletcher last year, and just never really came up with the big number that he was hoping for. Yeah, I think this horse is fascinating. The works mm-hmm. are really slow, and that's a small concern. But when you go back and look at last year, I mean, maybe he just wants to be sprinting. Yeah, I mean the breeding doesn't necessarily say so. By the way, tap it out of a uh, yeah. out of Hob de Grace. I mean, wow. I mean the breeding is unbelievable. The Hob de Grace was a great two turn horse, but I mean his first two starts, Kyle, last year were sprinting and were great, and then yeah. you know they they got you know some two turn fever, which is completely understandable. And just in fire, um, I'm I'm th- throwing out the mud. I've, this horse doesn't want mud. It, it, if he's ready. I don't. I see no reason why this horse can't win. I think he's fascinating. I don't know what we're going to get from him, but he's mm-hmm. talented. There's no doubt about that. No, absolutely. I mean, spreading alone in those last two races, or his first two races, excuse me, last two races on the page, definitely fit in a spot like this. And if he can just sit yeah. a nice trip from the um, from a little bit more of the outside gates, um, just sitting off the lead, there's no reason why this horse can't be as good as he was last year. Um, like like you said, the last race in the mud, even though it was going seven. You see the both races in the mud were just really not he like he almost stopped running basically. I mean yeah. 27 and a half, 45 is definitely not the talent of this horse being left in the dust like that. So um there's a lot of things that are pointing up about St. Tap. And I'll be honest, I didn't I didn't really give St. Tappa too much of a look. So if he does run by, that'll be completely on my miss, but to Howard's and everyone else's um, that plays them, they're liking. I went with Looms Boldly, obviously, for the namesake of In the Money Media's Pete Fornatel. My sole thing on this was he's he's gone very fast up front. This is definitely a step up from where he's been running. But um, if he can clear, because he's he has the most early foot in this race, even though there is a lot of speed, if he clears, doesn't necessarily have to win, but if he's able to hold on for a piece... I think Lou's Bowley could be interesting on a little bit of an improve, but he, like I said, he will need to improve on those figures, but couldn't leave Lou's Bowley out of the, uh, out of the top three. Had to give uh, our good friend, Pete Fornatel some, uh, and Marshall Graham too. 10 that strike, is true. Ten strike. Graham. So this is a really tough spot. For, I, I like this horse a lot. This is a really tough spot. If this horse, if this horse is in the money, I'd be very impressed to be honest. That's just my opinion. No, I, look, like I said, he definitely needs to improve just based on figures wise to compete with horses like Vittorio. But good um, luck to them, though. Good yep, luck to absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm going two one five. Howard's going one four two in the seventh race. Switching over to the eighth race here is an allowance allowance race going a mile and an eighth on the dirt. A very nice N one X as I switch over the Equibase right now draws a field of eight. 
And the morning line favorite is the number seven magic tap for Gaff Leone and Asmussen. And the second choice is the horse that I'm most interested in dreamlike for Irad and Pletcher. As I bring on the PPs, Howard going three for three with the, th- with the favorites early on here going with magic tap. <laughs> pretty, pretty unlike, unlike me, to be honest, <clears throat> this is a really nice N1X. This yeah. is a real nice race. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know what I was thinking very selfishly is certified lover boy. Who's a horse that I have a small ownership one who just won at Saratoga. Like this is the kind of race he'd he'd have to be in. If he was going to be in N one X, it's like, yeah. man, the water, the waters get deep at Saratoga. This is a serious race. I've always yeah. liked magic tap. I think he's really good. Lost tap his conquest last time when he was on the rail the whole time, which at Ellis is fine, but he was getting pressed. I like the fact that he can sit outside a horse today, Kyle, in theory. Yeah. The five's got speed. The three's got speed. I don't think the seven has to have the lead. We don't really know yet, but I'm just speculating based on the breeding and the connections. I just think he's going to have a real nice trip. I wouldn't take him at a low price. I respect it, Dreamlike. It just feels like this is a tougher spot for Dreamlike. I know he was staked, and we'll, you'll talk about him in a minute. Um, but I'm feeling this race is better than some of the three old stake races he's been in, to be very honest. I mean, isn't this race better than the wood? To me, it is in terms of just pure talent. So yeah. Dreamlight can absolutely win. I know Patrick Kunzel's very high on that horse and his Saratoga power picks, and rightly so. And you've got him on top. I've got him second. But I sort of like Magic Tap today. Just hope he's not going to be wide and, and too fast to pace. Yeah, I mean, look, he's extremely talented. Just improving every single start. The works are really nice, and losing the horses. I mean, the you can throw out the the maiden race, but Saudi Crown was in that race. Is just uh, another <laughs> horse that you know yeah. that rings a bell to my uh, to my head. But he's a very talented horse. He, like I love that he has an outside draw this time, as you pointed out, and hopefully he can just sit a nice uh, pressing stalking trip and go by. Cause I also agree with you. I'm not sure that he necessarily needs the lead, which is also why I like dreamlike in this spot, even though he does have the ability to have a lot of speed early. I don't think he needs the lead by any means. If he, if Irad can just put him in that sort of pocket like trip, I think yeah. dreamlike is extremely interesting in this spot. And I mean, you can kind of say, Oh, he regressed into that main special weight from the wood one, the woods would, even though it was a very weak race in our opinion, he's, it's always going to be a higher number in my, at least when you see these, these derby preps and stuff like that, the buyers are usually higher just because the times are really good. And he drops down. He was wrapped up in that main special weight. I mean, he won by almost going away seven wrapped up. So um, it wasn't necessarily, and also a horse he beat by six and three quarters, Moore's Law came back in a main race. I think it was earlier this week. Was it Friday yeah. or Thursday? Something it was like a that. slow number, though, if you want to look it up. Yep. I think it was like a 78. So, uh, but yes, Moore's Law did come back and win, but it was a week. 79. Field. Yep. 79. Yeah. But he was came back at one to one, yeah. you know, one to five or something like that. So, yeah. um, Dreamlike is definitely a very interesting horse in this spot. I just like that he doesn't need the lead in a race where a lot of the speed's going to be coming from his outside. So if he can just drop back into that pocket trip, I read, I'm sure I read will pilot him to a great trip in a spot like this, but you have the number five film star for rice and Ortiz and second, again, another horse with figures that fit and another one that could, you know, uh, want the lead early. Yeah. I'm not sure the trip situation with this horse and, and he's a four-year-old, maybe slightly less upside than others, but, 
he's definitely a threat. I mean, it's going to depend on the break and the trip. And I looked at your eight also. I'm not sure the eight wants a mile and eighth, by the way. Yep. I'm sure you'll touch on this really talented New York bred for, again, our good friend Marshall Graham and 10 yep. strike. Um, I don't think necessarily the eight wants his distance and it's a tough spot. But, yeah, I think, I think this race is pretty wide open. I don't I, – I, I was – Hard pressed to find, you know, a possible single here in a horizontal bet. Well, right, and this is the field where you're going to get a lot of value either any way you go with a five to two morning line. Most likely, you'll probably get that with all the strong competition in this field. Um, yeah. Film Star is definitely interesting figures wise. I, my concern, you touched on it already, was that what trip was this horse going to kind of work out from kind of a middle of the pack where a lot of the speeds coming from the outside. Wants to be forwardly, plays dreamlike to his inside. Is going to want to sit and get that pocket trip most likely. So the five was kind of in that you know the no man's land type of thing where where just it's going to be an or you know Jose's discretion to where he wants to go with this horse. And I was leaning more towards the kind of send angle with the number five. But I went with Whittington Park in third. Howard touched on for our very our very good friend and Marshall Graham and Ten Strike Racing. Um, I just like that if this is the race that's going to fall apart or if the, if they go really too fast early, he can kind of not necessarily clunk up, but run up for a nice third or second somewhere in the money. This, uh, the last race he ran in mile and eighth was a state bred optional claiming race where he actually got up with Carmouche up at, you know, four, uh, uh, four to five. So the horse is still, I still think that it, it was a slow figure is another thing I want to point out, which could be to his, um, to his, to not to his liking. But I like the fact that if this is the race that can fall apart, I was looking for horses that maybe had that late closing kick and winning the park was that horse for me. But again, good luck to our good friend in Marshall Graham and all the guys with 10 strike racing. I'm going three, seven, eight. Howard's going seven, three, five in this spot. Howard switching over to, the ninth race is another nice optional claiming race and two X going seven furlongs on the dirt. And as I switch over field of eight, the morning line favorite is again on the inside, the number one HP moon. And does Howard make it a crisp four for four? Of course he does. The number what is one wrong HP with me moon. <laughs> I don't know. This is, I'm going to enjoy this one though. The number one HP moon rice <laughs> and Jose Ortiz. There are a lot of soft favorites. Oh, you got the six also second. Yep. Um, this horse I have a strong opinion on, Kyle. I, I really like HP Moon today. Um, when you look when you scroll down the field, you don't have to do that. But if you, when people I'll look at it. the field, there aren't a lot of horses to me that had big upside. And mm -hmm. I think HP Moon by far has the most upside. I understand he's a bit slower right now, uh, by the numbers. But this four-year-old by Malibu Moon out of a stored humor mare, trained by Linda and Jose Ortiz. I mean, there's a lot of things to like. I think this horse is definitely improving. The workouts are fantastic, by the way, for those yeah. of you that are not privy to the workout reports. I'm just going to scroll down. I see the, the the last three works were B-plus workouts, which are borderline stakes-level workouts. And people might say, well, it's just in the morning. The horse is touting himself. I, I, I think he's going to run a big race. If he gets the right trip, there's enough speed in here. There's some others I don't like. If I were to single in, in the pick five, I actually might single at this one. Also, he's a soft morning line, which would give you some more equity in a horizontal bet. I, I like HP Moon quite a bit today. You took the words right out of my mouth, my friend. The workout report is extremely. <laughs> yep, tight. See you guys. But um, no, the workout report is extremely strong. Second off the trainer switch for Linda. 
got uh, off that trainer switch, got the best buyer buyer that he's ever had in his life, looks to take another step forward here. As Howard pointed out, this horse has a lot of upside, very lightly raced four-year-old. I think HP Moon is extremely interesting in this spot. And we have the same exact horse in second, which is Shooter Shoot, who 7-2 morning line for Joe Sharp, to, uh, third off the trainer switch, has run two really nice races behind some very nice horses. Yeah, he's got blinkers off. I, my general opinion is when I when there's optional claiming races, Kyle, I don't like horses that yeah. are in for the tag. Now, there's two reasons why a horse could be in for the tag. One is they've gone through their condition and and they've won too many races, so they can't be in. Uh, yeah. They have to be in for the tag, which is the case here. And sometimes the connections just want to put them up for sixty-two-five. Uh, it's it's not a huge negative, but that's sort of why I prefer HP Moon, who I don't believe is in for the tag, no, and more lightly race. So, just something for people to think about. I, I I don't have the stats on it, but I would almost guarantee that the majority of those kind of races are won by horses that are not in for the tag. I should do a little research on that. Shooter shoot is very obvious. Blinkers off, working well. Outside post, blah blah blah. Very yeah. very light, very uh, uh, good contender here. I agree, and um, the workouts were also very good on shooters shoot and i think his last work was also a b plus work so yeah. joe sharp has him for lack of a better term has him sharp and ready oh, for boy. this uh see i get the i got my one for the teeth my one teacher joke in for the day um but he looks to be very sharp um and ready to go with those blinkers off chris couples morning he said dream like over magic tap in the last race and he said might have been the slop but i thought hpm was awful in the last mm. race which is, um, again, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But the last race where he didn't get up necessarily in the final huh. strides over secret rules, you know, he broke. But from my, from my uh, opinion, watching that race, he broke slow, um, kind of was on the inside and didn't have anywhere really to go and wasn't able to get up in the final strides. I don't think this horse necessarily wants to be in the slot by any means, but ran his biggest number. And I just think with the workout reports and sitting a good trip, that's where I landed with HP moon. Howard, I don't know how you felt. Yeah. I have to be honest. I I'm watching it right now. Another screen didn't, didn't break rate, which could be a problem, obviously from the rail right. and then came up the inside, like you said, um, and got a very good trip and actually took the lead in mid stretch and then didn't hang on, which, um, I understand what he's saying. This is the first yep. time I honestly didn't have a chance to watch the replay. I suppose you could say he should have won last time, but I don't know how the rail was playing on that day. But Secret Rules, a horse, I know Patrick Kunzel likes that horse a lot today, and he's pretty good, right? So, I mean, there's no Secret Rules in this race. Yep. I don't think Shooter Shoot is good as Secret Rules. I understand what he's saying now that I watch the replay. He said, um, he, said he thought I'm, the I'm rail a little, was just... I'm a, little, I'm a little cooler on him, Chris. I appreciate your comment, but I think he still uh, has a great chance today. I said after that last race, he's been working extremely forwardly for Linda. I just think that if Linda's going to have him ready for a spot, this is the spot for HP moon, but he thought the rail was just wide open and could have drove a semi through there. Yeah, Um, it was a lot of the times, a lot of the times at uh, the Naira tracks, at least from my uh, Howard, you could feel free to completely discern my comment, but um Usually at these Naira tracks, the rail when it comes when it comes down really hard, the the it doesn't like to necessarily pool on the rail, but the rail is not usually the place you want to be uh, when it rains pretty heavy at these Naira tracks. At least in my um, in my experience. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna take a guess and think that um, 
Ortiz is going to try to get this horse off the rail at some point yeah. in the race if he can. But, you know, watching the replay, I was not as impressed as it looks on paper. I will say that. But I still like the upside in the works and whatnot. So Yeah, and he says, but he, he goes, of course, it's Linda Jose, so he may, off, may just run off the screen anyway. But Yeah, but they've cooled a little bit, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, yes, they have. I mean, she started out. She's now gotten passed, actually, for the, uh, the yeah. trainer title. She's gotten passed by yeah. Chad. Yeah. So, um, well, you knew that was going to happen eventually. I mean, come on. Well, I, as long as me, races were on the turf, as long as they were starting to run turf races, you know that's going to happen eventually. I get it. Anyway. it. It is a very tough race, Chris. But thanks so much for the uh, discussion comments. We really appreciate you joining the show. But you have the number seven. He's my honey badger in third. I was going but set between the seven and the eight for third place ranking. Just you know, last race you can kind of he was in a, caught up in a very hot pace. I mean, he had to go really wide. You can make excuses. The last two races before that definitely fit with the ninety-four figure. I, I'm slightly worried about the distance, but I remember watching this race at, at Keeneland. Um, I think I might have been there actually in October of twenty-one, October twenty-third. I actually might have been there that day. But anyway, against Pipeline, by the way, it doesn't yep. see Pipeline again. This horse is pretty talented. If you toss out that last, he fits. Can mm-hmm. he get the seven is the main question. He's a little sneaky, and I do not underestimate Mr. Amos because he he can win when you least expect it. He's, he's, he's really good. Um, and if this horse breaks well and gets the right trip, I don't think he's impossible at all here. No. And, you know, as we stated, there is a decent amount of speed in this race, but I like that he draws the outside. And um, he's able to kind of like we sit, yeah. like we keep saying, stay in that kind of pressing stalking trip on the outside in the clear that seems to work so many times at Saratoga, especially this year. I went the number eight candy tycoon for David Jacobson and I read the only thing I don't like is he's going to take a little bit more money and he has back numbers that fit a lot. But re- as of recently, they've been trying like almost everything with this horse. They threw him on the turf at Goldstream. That put him on the dirt at Gulfstream, and I know you're against uh, horses that run at Gulfstream in the summer. They're less, um, they're less prestigious meet, as we all know. But yeah. I just think from the outside, he sits that just that clear stock trip from fourth, fifth, and hopefully he can get a good run. I don't necessarily know if he's good enough to win, but Candy Tycoon I thought was extremely interesting just based on trip wise. Um, um, I don't know if like, it's David Jacobson with a new horse. That's all I'm going to say. So yep. see, see Rick Dutro in the, uh, in the dictionary for that uh, angle. So I don't love him, but it wouldn't shock me. No, this is a pretty tough race. Pretty, it is a very, spready. it's a very good race too. Just, you know, soul on the soul fact, a very nice optional claiming race. I went one, six, eight Howard's went one, six, seven. And guys for the last extravaganza, um, I did my, picks how i did not see howard's picks when we did our picks he sent them to me and i put them up on the screen and what do you know we both have the exact same picks in the last race this is a very nice race it is the mahoney stakes going five and a half furlongs on the turf course the morning line favorite is the number four i believe right it's uncashed for ravelli and irad there's a, I mean, this is just a very nice field, a full field of 10 with some with uh, uncashed and Drew's gold, the both of the morning line favorites. Um, there's some question marks just based on surface change alone, which I know we talked about. Yeah, this is a fascinating race. And for all my homies out there in the Mahoney, <laughs> uh, do I have homies? Do you, you, you have homies? You're, you're young. I don't have any homies at all. <laughs> um, look, uncashed is really fast. Ravelli has said, 
he's not 100% sure the source wants turf. And he mm-hmm. said the source doesn't run on turf. He'd obviously never run him back on there again. It wasn't exactly a glowing endorsement, but he's so damn fast. And there's yeah. not a lot of speed inside of him. He's going to have the lead if he breaks. Uh, the eight was a big scratch, I thought, or we thought, uh, be, from a pace angle. I don't think the eight has any would have had any chance to win at all. But that eight was very fast. And now you figure the four and, and the ten Drew's gold. This really helps Drew's gold a lot, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, be uh, uh, don't they don't have to be in the three or four path. I'm still going no nay Hudson. Um, love bobblehead who's coming in for one mount. Yeah, that's this one. true. Uh, last time we can't show the replay, he blew by uh, the two that's in this race and did it really well and was also three wide on the turn. This is one of those rare Resley wards that actually can rate and finish. I understand yesterday that was it love love reigns was absolutely awful. Yeah. But I think this horse is in a different situation. Uh, he's been running actually he hasn't run since May, but I just have a feeling that was a, an aberration yesterday with that ward horse. I think Nona Hudson's here for real. He can show some speed, Kyle. And I think now he might show a little more speed because mm-hmm. of the scratch of the eight. I hope James Graham puts in a good position. He's on the uptick and he had a really, that last work was serious by the clockers, yeah. like B plus plus workout. I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset, but the four and 10 are very formidable here. I mean, look, I'm exactly with you. That last race is extremely good at Churchill shipping over to Saratoga. Ward has basically, at least in my eyes, he's basically picked out this spot for Nona Hudson. Yeah. I think he's extremely interesting. In it. And if James Graham can sit that type of middle trip, even though there is less speed out with the eight, there's still other horses that want to show speed, including both of the morning line favorites. I thought the nine wasn't slow by any means either. The seven uh, probably has to go, but the nine, if they want any chance in this race, I think son of a birch, which great name by the way, but uh, <laughs> he he just has to go. So, but with the yeah. two of them, bat- the two of the dirt meant horses battling it out on top, I think it could set up perfectly for no Nate Hudson who. Um, as you touched on with that last workout for Ward, I mean, that was like a very serious work. And the words they used on the clock report, I think, were galloped out with spark, I believe is the exact words yeah. that they used. So I'm very interested in Nona Hudson on top. But again, as Howard touched on with the four and cashed, it's just so quick. Doesn't matter what surface he's going to be on. But if he takes at all to the turf, the four could be very formidable. And Drew's Gold, who obviously was second in the Woody Stevens, the uh, Arabian Lion, and then was favored in the Amsterdam behind uh, how, <laughs> Patrick's best opinion, uh, New-, New York Thunder in that race. Um, I mean, this horse is so well meant, and now it gets and now James Chapman takes him to the turf, which I thought was extreme was an extremely interesting move. But on the outside, you want to show draw, the dam. The dam's run on yeah. turf. You want to show that for people yeah, at home, of course, because and you can look at the siblings. There are some. Yeah, uh, there are some. No, no. If you go to the top and click oh, on siblings, yeah, siblings there, yeah. there are. If you just scroll down, American Frolic. I mean, there's some horse that are uh, looking to get even. And there's some horses here that run on turf. I'm not sure. I love the quick turnaround. Uh, maybe yep. I'm just being picky here. But I mean, he's lost to American Lion and a complete wildebeest last time in New York Thunder. So, and I, again, he might get a really nice trip now with the eight out of there. There's a little bit less speed. I just, I don't know. Um, I, this is the horse I could be more wrong about than any race or any horse today. Uh, but 
he's going to have to what he's, he's going to have to track a really talented four horse and go by and maybe some other speed. So it's not an ideal situation. Should be fascinating. Yeah. They're going to go fast early. This is going to be if it's if it's a firm turf or if it doesn't rain. We're talking. 21 and three, like 44 yeah. and two kind of situation, aren't we, Kyle? Here, yeah, I mean, absolutely, especially with anywhere everyone's going to be trying to chase on cash, would be my yeah. complete guess in this field. And You're obviously, thinking. with the horses to inside, I, I think if Drew's goal is a little bit um, further in on the post position, I think I'd like him a little more, maybe kind of like that sixth hole. But um, if he, he's just as fast as horses to his inside, so he should be able to clear and just get right up to uncash, and it should be a great slug fest coming down the stretch, hopefully with no Nay Hudson coming over the top to win the last race. But guys, uh, Howard, thanks so much for joining me. I know, like I said, Howard, did, uh, Patrick did the Saratoga power picks today. So if you have those look out for those, they should be coming your way if they're not already to your inbox already. But Howard, thanks so much for filling in, man. I, I know you like being on the other side of the microphone every now and then, because it gives you a little bit, more time to kind of talk about your opinions and without clicking so many buttons, but um, to everyone in the chat, thanks so much for joining the show. We had a great audience the whole time. Uh, Howard, you have the final word um, for anything without throughout the day or, you know, whatever you got. A few quick things, just nice and relaxed on the, on this side of the microphone. I uh, hope, I uh, hope some people catch yesterday. We had some nice scores yep. in the Saratoga power picks with a Clement firster that I have a feeling they think is their derby horse. I think yep. the, the horse that won yesterday for Clement is serious in race five. They didn't even break well and still uh, won. So that's an interesting horse. And then today, Del Mar, mandatory 20 cent pick six jackpot True. payout. I know people have different opinions on, on jackpot pick sixes, but it is a mandatory payout at Del Mar today. And I've been looking through those last six races before we came on air and there's some good races there. So uh, I might want to check that out, but hit the, yeah, Norman. I don't think we've seen that name. What's up, Norman? How you doing, Norman? How many likes do we have? You, you can see it. I can't, I don't have 20 likes. We should have more than that. That's for damn sure. We got 92 people watching 20. What are we doing? Come on, people like, like how many times can you hit the like button? I think that's right. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can only hit look. once, but get, call your friends. Hey, uh, hit, click the like button for Howard and Kyle. Come on now. But yeah, I agree. Thanks. And uh, thanks, like I said, in the chat, you guys have been amazing as you guys are every day. But uh, with the full uh, viewership that we've been getting, it's only been growing. So we greatly appreciate all you guys watching. But good luck today. Hey, Kyle, any yep. advice for my uh, students? The, tomorrow is my first day. With the students tomorrow, I teach high school math. Those oh, that know. is that any is right. any advice. Kyle, you have any advice for my students? Uh, go to class, <laughs> like, because I that's, was actually that's a I know. pretty low bar. I know. Um, well, go I was. To, I, to be fair, I was a very good high school student. I was my first two years of college, they were iffy. But my first, my high school years, um, God, it's I mean, how long? It's been so long, man. I got nothing, but um. Let's see. Okay. Best advice I could I'm give. I'm planning on. I was planning on showing this to my to my students. You were tomorrow. Oh, so I'll no. shut up now. And let you go. All right. Um. Let's see. So do all your homework because if you do your homework, you get you get immediate passing grade. I don't know if Howard's class is like that, but you usually get an immediate passing grade if you do your homework. Um. Study study hard, kids, because trust me, in college you're going to need it. So do your homework. Study hard for those tests and the finals. And all the big tests should come pretty easy to you. So that will be that's the best advice I can give. Cause granted, I've been out of high school now. God for I mean, it's I can't believe it's been seven years I've been out of high school. 
That's in, that's honestly, <laughs> I just thought of that. That's an insane, insane comment for myself. But Howard, again, thanks so much for joining the show in the chat. Thanks so much. You guys have been awesome. For my co-host, Howard Kravitz, it's been uh, your host, Kyle Roscoe. And um, good luck today at Saratoga and crush your bets. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.